want to see the Tennessee Volunteers be successful. I think that I think that when Tennessee is good and when Texas is good and when USC is good and if we can get the U back, that makes college football better. I don't want it to be a monopoly with with Alabama, Clemson, Georgia and Ohio State. I love that Michigan is good. I think Michigan's going to give Ohio State everything they want. But I I need first of all, you guys need to puff the brakes locally. Beating Alabama once every 15 years does not make you football gods. Okay, Ohio State, don't don't come for me personally. All the DMs, all the people chasing me down, don't, don't come for me, man. Ohio State is a factory of football gods. Tennessee, you guys are, are, are not gods. And this is a Bible belt. You're more like a minor prophet in the Old Testament. You guys are Obadiah. You guys are Nahum and Habakkuk. Don't don't come for me as an Ohio State fan. I, I hear on local sports talk radio, why isn't Tennessee ranked above Ohio State? Why aren't they ranked number one in the country? And I just think that that's a little precipitous. You're a very good team. I think that Tennessee's offense could play with anyone's in the country including Ohio State including Michigan including Clemson I think that if you even if you lose to Georgia and you have an 11 and 1 Tennessee team I think an 11 and 1 Tennessee team going through the SEC schedule is more worthy than the loser of the Ohio State Michigan game to get in the playoff so let's say that Georgia wins out I think Tennessee is very close to punching their ticket if they could beat Kentucky but let's not get arrogant. Haven't we seen this movie with the with the baseball team? Remember the remember the baseball team for UT. Remember the team that was the best team in the history of baseball, the the equivalent of the of the twenty seven Yankees with the Iron Horse and, and Babe Ruth. I had to I had to listen to all summer how great the UT baseball team was and, and how they were shattering records. And they were just beating the brakes and blowing the doors off of everyone. And the arrogance of the fan base. You guys are just pencil. You, you, you fitted yourselves for rings. You had the ring ceremony planned. You had the parade in Knoxville planned. And you didn't even make the the you didn't even make it to the finals, to the College World Series. Like you got beat by some off-brand squad. So I'm saying that I, I think if I was Tennessee, I, I'd be humble, man. You, you go, I should have started the show playing Kendrick Lamar. Be humble. Those of us that have been fans of, of great college football programs, if you think that Clemson and Ohio State and Michigan and even Bama 
if you think that we're going to bow down to Tennessee, that we're afraid of Tennessee because you were able to squeak out a, a win once every 15 years against Alabama, that, that's not going to happen. We're happy for you. Tennessee looked phenomenal. If I, was, if I was a young kid and I saw those beautiful orange jerseys and that fan base, I'd say, man, I'd, I'd love to, to, to play wide receiver there. Or I'd love to be a defensive end or an outside linebacker there. And play in front of Neyland Stadium and, and 105,000 screaming fans. I would love that. But you're not, you're, I, I just, the, the local sports talk radio people here in, in Cashville kill me. I know we're not, we're not on every day. We moved to weekends in Nashville with the HealthCast. But just the arrogance of the fan base. All of a sudden, they, they, I heard people coming for Ohio State. Well, Ohio State hasn't played anyone. Well, it's not Ohio State's fault that Notre Dame sucks. And Wisconsin sucks this year, and Iowa sucks this year, and Michigan State sucks this year. They're beating everyone by 40, except Notre Dame, who played cover two the entire game and had all summer to prepare for Ohio State. And that's without Jackson Smith and Jigler. Tennessee doesn't have the bodies on defense. They don't have the DBs and safeties and linebacker. Their back seven is bad. I don't even know if your front seven is good enough to beat Ann Arbor Community College. And we'll see where they are when they play Georgia. I'm not as high on Georgia as everybody else is. I think Stetson Bennett is a I – don't, I don't think that he's very good. I think that if Georgia can maul you physically, they just dominate you at the line of scrimmage, and Georgia's going to beat you, they're going to beat you pretty soundly because you can't move the ball, you can't run. And if you have long developing seven-step drop pass plays against Georgia, they're going to get to you. And that's how Oregon went in there. They went into – the Mercedes-Benz Stadium or Dome, whatever it's called in Atlanta. And they had these five, they had these five step and seven step drop plays that required four or five seconds to, to develop. And you're not gonna, you don't have four or five seconds against Georgia. You gotta get the ball out quickly. But if you can run on Georgia and you can throw the ball, their offense isn't that good. They go three and out a lot. I saw them go three and out like seven times against Missouri. It was the worst team, Missouri and Vanderbilt, the worst two teams in, in the SEC. Missouri's barely an SEC team. So I think, I, I said that Tennessee could win the national championship before the fan base got whipped into a frenzy. I said, I'm the one that said that they were going to beat Alabama. And I said that they could beat Alabama by a lot if Bryce Young didn't play. So obviously have faith in Tennessee. I think very highly of Tennessee, but you're not... You're, you're not in the same class as Ohio State, Georgia, and Clemson, and Michigan. You're not, you're not there yet. Uh, so stop, stop coming for me. Stop DMing me. Stop insisting that I invite you to the party and saying that you should be ranked ahead of Ohio State and you're better than Ohio State. You're not better than Ohio State. On neutral field, Ohio State would be favored to beat Tennessee by at least 10, probably 13 points. And if Ohio State's cover two, which they play a lot of cover two, a lot of zone defense, could just keep Hendon Hooker bottled up, Ohio State has a bunch of guys on their defensive line and their linebacking core that are going to play on Sundays. Ohio State's going to score 45 on Tennessee. And the question is, can you get 45 on Ohio State? I don't think that they can. But that said, you got a puncher's chance because of that offense. And, and I love Hendon Hooker. I love Coach Heupel. I love the fan base. I love the colors, and, and I'm very high on Tennessee, but, but don't get arrogant. You've, you've seen this movie before. You've seen it with the, with the baseball team. 
Just enjoy the ride. Don't worry about where you're ranked. Don't worry about what Ohio State's doing. Don't worry about Michigan. So those are my thoughts on, on UT. I want to talk before before I get to a break. Man, the Lakers are the Lakers are in a lot of trouble, man. I was I was watching the Lakers a couple days ago play Golden State. And I was watching LeBron, man. I was like, man, LeBron might be more concerned about what suit he's wearing to the game than the game itself. He obviously still can play. He was a freight train on the fast break. Still, still the second best player on the court. I think Steph Curry was the best player on the court. And I was looking at Golden State and their roster, and that they have James Wiseman coming off the bench and Kaminga coming off the bench. James Wiseman could be as good as DeAndre Ayton, and he's coming off the bench. And then they got DiVincenzo. This, this is a team that's like 11 deep. And I was like, they ran the Lakers off the court, and they didn't even play their starters most of the game. I'm just like, man, Golden State is loaded, and I'm looking at that Lakers roster, and I'm looking at Brody. Out there, there was a sequence, and I don't, I'm no, I don't bang on Russ Westbrook. I don't think that he's the cancer and awful person everyone says he he is. There's, people make him a scapegoat. Rather, it's J.R. Smith. Rather, it's Anderson Verzal. <laughs> Rather, it's Chris Bosh. Anytime uh, LeBron is on a team that that doesn't perform up to expectations, it's somebody else's fault, and that's just that's just the. That's the curse of playing with LeBron. And, and I don't think that Russell Westbrook is a bad person. I don't think he's a bad teammate. I mean, he's just inefficient. There was this sequence where Russell Westbrook took this step back three in the corner with like 21 seconds on the shot clock after the Lakers had been making a small run. And there was no reason for him to take that three. He airballs it. Golden State goes down, scores. They score again. They're, they're up by 17 again. It was just a bad, bad shot. Like, it looks like something that some of the kids that I work with with AAU would do. Just an air ball, bad shot, bad dribbling, bad timing, bad awareness. And, and that was awful. And I look at that Lakers team. I look at AD. AD hits the floor. I saw him fall hit the floor like six times a couple nights ago. And I'm like, man, there's no way that he's going to stay healthy. When you're 6'11", that's a long way to fall. So I look at that roster, I'm like, that's a bad roster. If you're, if you're planning on Brody to, to find a fountain of youth and you're planning on LeBron to play 80 games and you're planning on AD to play 60 games, I, I, just, I just don't see it, man. I don't think, I don't think that the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Like, they really could be the Titanic and the Hindenburg. We may have seen the last of LeBron James in the playoffs. I don't know if LeBron James ever makes the playoffs again. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon Paragon 7 7 Studios. You're a business owner in the DMV and looking to expand your consumer base. Ward 8 is now accepting applications for an amazing retail project. Incubate the 8 will feature 10,000 square feet of retail space adjacent to the Congress Heights Metro Station and located next to several key entertainment venues in Washington, D.C. 
To apply, go to www.stelizabetheast.com and peruse the many development initiatives taking place in the Congress Heights neighborhood. James Lewis. I've seen iced tea and cocoa, man. I love iced tea. I've been looking at iced tea since 6 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of iced tea. I seen him in the airport with his girl. He's like, Mike, we need to do a movie together. I said, all right. But in my mind, I said, man, they only give you two lines on Law and Order. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. He leaned over a dead body the other night and said, yep, that's him. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's no secret that the current real estate market is highly dynamic, and you may find yourself questioning if it's a good time to sell your house or if you should consider buying. You need an experienced realtor to help guide you through the noise and lead you to all of the right answers. Dara Williams with Berkshire Hathaway has been in real estate for over a decade and has lived in the metro Atlanta area for over 20 years. She is a seasoned professional that can help you. Give her a call at 404-266-8100. Mention code Lance GA. That's Lance L-A-N-C-E G-A for Georgia and get a complimentary appraisal. Exclusions do apply. Matthew, Little Caesars is now the official pizza of the NFL. Let's hear it. Pizza, pizza. Again. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. No! Pizza, pizza! We're ready! Enjoy game day with a fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 old world pepperonis. Pizza, pizza. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 